You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! This must be it for Ronan O'Gara. Drop it, goal. Brad Slam at stake. He's got it. Yes! The nation holds its breath. Yes, we're there. Everybody and welcome to WTS 130. It's New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Kind of, sort not when we record this, but yeah. Yeah. My name's Record this and I thought our name's going to And our guest this week is our old friend um, who helped us with our live show this year. Has been on the podcast previously, invited us to his festival last year, just took care of us in general. Adam Bork. Ah, it's great to be back. Yay. It's great to see you. Great yeah. to see you. Likewise. Um, an intro was if we haven't been shooting the shit for a half hour before this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for the podcast. Definitely. Uh, we're going to you, as always, from Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Oh, I forgot you did this part. Oh, this is it. Yeah, this Sell the rooms, the special <laughs> yeah, rates. Yeah. I know we've just cut it down to just plug the website now. So FitzpatrickCastle.com. Yeah. That's it. Go to it. Last the last time I was here, I had to sit for 10 minutes while. <laughs> Then you enter all the specials. I know. And yeah. He loves the because he learns it off yeah. by heart. Describe, yeah. describe the room in great detail. You were describing <laughs> the outside of the venue and oh, all that last time I was yeah. on. Everything. When, when, that's how you know when we're stuck for material. Yeah. If I'm like of an hour and a half to fill, the fucking the castle's getting plugged tonight, boys. <laughs> yeah. The new restaurant, <laughs> the swimming oh, pool, the jacuzzi. Yeah, it is everything. a fine swimming pool. Yeah, there's not there's not one yellow cloud in it. Did I use that down the blue pill amongst them? If you piss in the Is pill, that a myth? you get a red ring around you. Is that a myth? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's a myth. That's a myth, man. I've pissed in many a pill. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, had, how do you know it's a myth? I've never had a blue trail follow me. Like, like put it this way, right? When I was in Vegas, they had a bar at the pool, so you could just fucking swim up to it. And I. Did uh, move? No. You drank loads? And I was whittling away till my heart was content. And I don't care who hears this because it's not going to be anybody who's in that pool that day. <laughs> so Wait, there you go. Huh? Was there? No. <laughs> no, you weren't. Um, Adam, how are you? I'm grand. I don't wait till I get to a swimming pool to piss me pants. <laughs> <laughs> just walking down the main street. <laughs> just go, go. Imagine you're a spaceman. Just go in the suit. Just go in the suit. Job interview. Just go in the suit. <laughs> don't hold that in. It's bad for your health. Oh, God. Um, come here to me, right? We'll get the business straight away. The Comedy Festival. The Bray Comedy Festival. 2018. You've just announced... A piece of your lineup Stellar lineup so far Yeah Yeah Fucking Smashing the lineup this year Yeah Because uh, like last year There was great names Yeah And we'd water for Whispers out last year Which I was really proud of Because they didn't do Any of their live shows Yeah So I was really excited About bringing them To Bray for the first time And then you had like PJ Gallagher um, You had kind of Al Porter The lads from Father Ted You know You had all these Kind of these big acts and uh, then we brought your man Paul Sinna over from The Chase yeah. you know The Sinner Man and do you know what I really felt like I was like I've done too much too soon that's the way I felt do you know <laughs> really? what I mean I was like yeah because I, I really wanted last year to land I yeah. wanted the festival to grow and I was like I've done too much too soon and, but 
has to get better every year. So I sat down this year, and I don't mind saying it. Like, you know, we have we had plans, and uh, Tommy Tiernan was a, a big part of that. Like, you know, I I spoke to his agent, and we were expressed interest in him. And um, Tommy just had this crazy busy schedule with TV and all the rest of it. He's doing a theatre show um, as well, isn't he? Yeah, yes, and he's got a couple of yeah TV films, the whole uh, the whole shebang, right? And then I had one other act in mind, and when Tommy came back and showed us the schedule and we knew it wouldn't pan up, I was like, in my mind, I was like, the other act that I want, I was like, I'm also not going to get. That's the way I was thinking. Right, and right. I was like, this is going to be, you know, bad. You know what I mean? Because I- Are you I, trying I'm to gonna, top last year? I'm going, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. always have to shoot for the stars. Do you know what I mean? You always have to kind of push towards, you know, big names. And I was like, so we had two lines of inquiry at the same time Tommy was one and it just it constantly seemed to be slipping out of my grasp and did slip out of my grasp and then the other line of inquiry confirmed and when that happened it just I was just delighted so we, yeah. we've announced the rubber bandits are coming to Bray oh, and that was that was just yeah the biggest coup for me I, I wanted rubber bandits and we got them and I just expected it to get away from us so then once they confirmed um, another we we always like to bring in an international actor somebody from across the water so the guys who do whose line is it anyway yeah um, they agreed as well so I was like Brilliant. right I was like we've got two big headliners and yeah. um, but then I suppose it's just the power of those names um, rubber bandits whose line is it anyway and then just all the comedians were just like When's the festival? When's the festival? You know, and they all start kind of wanting to get involved and confirming. So there was a, just that little bit of disappointment to begin with, mm. and then I was just convinced that the bandits and whose line were going to say no, and yeah. I was just like, right, I'm going to have to rethink this and go down the route of UK acts and American acts, and but you know, these guys were my first picks. You know what I mean? So to get you know Deadly. two out of your three first picks yeah. was huge and then the conversations with Tommy were very positive not well not with Tommy with Bren his agent were very very positive and they know what we're trying to do so he's still you know for the future something for me to shoot for yeah. Yeah. and I've no problem I, I don't like this idea of you you know only naming your, your strengths or not yeah, that, yeah. like it's you know you you, there, there's disappointments and then there's huge victories and for us like to as I say two out of three to be big victories I'm, I'm just chuffed if I'm being honest with you yeah, like it's a, yeah. such a solid lineup. and then as I say we're all about supporting new acts as well so we've loads of we've the competition coming back yeah. we've solo shows for emerging acts which we're doing for the first time so air solos in, in just a nice small gallery space kids comedy coming back but bigger again more venues more acts it's, it's a lot of work yeah. but it's, it's so worth it you put in six months and then you have five of the best nights of the year you yeah, know deadly. so I, obviously I wrestled with the bandits down mm. in Galway uh, at Vodafone Comedy Carnival mm. So that was the first time I met the lads, do you know what I mean? And I've just always been a fan and I just, I love acts that are totally different, totally yeah, unique. And yeah. they really are that. They really tick that box. There's nobody like the no, band. That gimmick is fucking brilliant. Yeah, so I'm, I'm one of those people who kind of selfishly books what I really like to watch. I grew up on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, yeah, come awesome. on, everybody yeah. watched on, that Clay Anderson Channel 4. Yeah. So this one is Steve Frost, who was on the original crew. And um, he's with the original cast. And I met him. I stayed in the same hotel as the improv troupe in Galway. And then I ended up meeting Colin Mockery as well. Now, Colin, he doesn't 
tour with these guys he was just in as a special does he do his own thing now Colin Mockery yeah he only does those kind of style shows as far as I know the the yeah, yeah. kind of the uh, who's lying the improv kind oh, of shows the improv. but these guys like the Steve Frost's comedy improv troupe like you know it's, as I say as seen on who's lying but like these are the ones that are just constant sellout shows constant festivals constant gig they're the best improvers around so mm-hmm. if you love improv if you like that idea of going to a show where it's literally unique to your night yeah this is the show for you you know so we try to tick all the boxes I think the rubber bands really do attract their own Definitely. crowd do you know what I mean yeah. and they're so so popular improv will attract its own but I've really like I've looked at the the schedule and all the programming and we have a lot on and we have a lot to cater to the different styles and tastes and comedy so yeah. it's exciting a lot of work yeah and it's I suppose even in the past chatting with you guys like you come in in one mode and that is comedian and you're thinking about your own comedy and your own shows now but I'm very much because we're into the you know getting close to January now mm. and into the kind of home stretch of promoting and all and um, I'm very much in that promoters mindset so in in one sense it's it's sad to not be making the jokes on stage and not to get the stage time I'll only yeah. do a couple of gigs during the festival well, you're gonna do some I'll, I'll host yeah. you know I won't be doing MC, any of, like yeah yeah and that's my bread and butter really like yeah. I'm I'm a better host than I am a comedian a joke writer um, yeah. I have no problem saying that you know yeah. um, I, I love hosting you know if you said to me you can host here or you can headline here I'll actually host every time over yeah, yeah. I love that kind of off the cuff stuff I love it I love just making stuff up on the spot kind of improv yeah chatting to people yeah. interacting like you did at their live show yeah, took yeah. the piss out of my brother yeah. and all the in-betweeners well they all brought hands and bags didn't they to the show so <laughs> diagnose me with a septic head just as well you did actually a septic head I love yeah. that expression I had to get it treated yeah. so you know septic head a septic, septic head. head why what do you mean why why did, why did you go it's just a nice insult isn't it when somebody's head looks I thought, septic have you ever heard anybody being told out like it was, a it septic was head. fucking it was perfect man. I thought That's there was right. something wrong I thought it was because you were petrified no no we just alright septic head problem from the rack there what's wrong with a septic head <laughs> <laughs> Real what are you calling me man no <laughs> <laughs> man uh, well, well, where, where can people then website tickets etc etc uh, breakcomedyfest.ie deadly is the best place to go yeah. or we're Break Comedy Festival on Facebook and you get yeah. get all your links and you go on to Eventbrite there and mm. get your tickets, get the tickets yeah. they're really affordable yeah, yeah. No, it's good value for yeah, what you're like getting, we go like. from free admission most expensive are like 25 euro with your little yeah. 170 booking fee where's the rubber band going to be playing the you Esplanade know, yeah. the Esplanade yeah. Hotel as are who's lying so you know, it's, it, needs big, it needs a big room yeah. the rubber bands would be like a, a hip hop kind of concert like you'll yeah. stand and drink and yeah. Yeah. dance and listen to them do their classics like it's yeah. it's not like standing up telling jokes they have a really it's a really special mm. audio and visual show they have a screen behind them and all I, was, I often wonder because I love Blind Boy's social commentary and his podcast yeah. but I, I never knew what the rubber bandits uh, like their show was I didn't know it was yeah. a hip hop show or yeah. I thought it was two of them doing comedy yeah well the thing about it is anyone who goes to the kind of festivals or has been to Galway they'll know these are the bandits do the kind of you know kind of close off the festival almost they're always a really popular big show but it's in that kind of style but I kind of agree with you that you would nearly sit and listen to them as well Mm. they're they're fantastically funny they're very very interesting Um, and I think they can do a bit of everything you know but this is the show that's popular but I'm just chuffed you know uh, to bring something different to Bray it's it's Bandits well, have never done Bray. 
So it's it's and you you can tell that the interest is there straight yeah. away. I did my solo show in in the Harbour Bar for Christmas last week. Yeah. And I said to the audience that night, I said, I, I broke the attendance record for the monthly, by the way. I just put that on the record, you know what I mean? But I said at the end of the show, I says, you guys are here every month supporting the club. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sneak 50 tickets online now. And if you want to buy them, they're there for rubber bandits. I says, yeah. I'll leave, leave them up, but we're announcing tomorrow afternoon or whatever. I says, so they're there for the moment if one or two of you want to get tickets. And I did a pop 50 online. Yeah. Uh, 34 between midnight and nine o'clock in the morning. Jesus. Lovely. 34 old, like, you know yeah. what I mean? You can't ask for You know what I mean? And, and so we released the tickets in waves, if you like. You know, it doesn't yeah. just all go up in one month. They're released in waves. And you know, to ensure that people have a fair chance of getting them, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's just great to see just on that initial kind of you know, That's see brilliant. what the intent is. Hugely popular, like. yeah. So I'm excited, um, and as yeah. I say, I'm jaded, like it's it's and I hate to put across it's not just me, like, there's a fantastic team mm-hmm. behind it, you know, there's so many people that do all the behind scenes. I, I kind of feel guilty being the face of the festival, if you like, because I'm the you know, the monthly booker or promoter, yeah. And I suppose in the comedy circles, people are used to me as a working comedian as well. But like, my team, like, in, in Bray, are just they're amazing, like, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the spotlight that they're putting on Bray as well, like, because. Look, the, the town itself got a little bit like like everywhere else as well. When torn, when shit turned bad, like you know what I mean. But like this yeah. comedy festival is a real pick me up for it. Like it's class. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, it and certainly even, takes the 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 dull kind what are you saying Danny that Bray's a shithole yeah that's this kind is of what, what he's have. going for I was going to go with dull darkness there I was yeah, going to yeah, well I mean what I, but I think last time we was on what I actually described Bray as was Ireland's answer to Florida <laughs> oh you did yeah Yeah. so I mean <laughs> why, why why would it just because we had amusement rights for yeah, a brief pretty, time pretty much the equivalent of like you know Universal and <laughs> then Sea Life was like you know whatever that fucking joint Sea World Sea World yeah, exactly. in Florida you have like flipping Dolphins. Whales and everything. Yeah, and in Bray, you have people Bray. flipping you off outside because you don't <laughs> yeah. get them cans Bray in the office. Bray went for the ethical approach of not having killer whales. That's because there's no fucking room. Have you seen the aquarium? <laughs> yeah, it's like three foot wide. Um, <laughs> we're actually it's do- actually a great aquarium. We're doing a comedy tour of the aquarium. Oh, the it's in the Carp's Bay. Yeah. yeah. A so lot of carp. Oh, I love it. So his walking tour this year isn't... Well, see, the walking tour... We've seen him last year. It was insanely popular, the walking tour. So we were like, who'll do this walking tour? We were like, we'd be delighted if we got kind of 15 people going on a little tour. Like, there was about 50 people showed up for the Oak. I was like... We were talking to them as it just ended. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, all these people. So... The, the management of it and it's quite hard because you know it, when you have other festivals in the country they happen on bank holiday weekends and mm. stuff like that yeah. so you have like you have that extra bit of time and you're in a city and there's daytime activities and all so you just always have that kind of footfall we run a lot um, of nighttime gigs so Carl did a walk on tour of Bray and like a lot of the places we went to like they'd closed yeah. for, the, yeah. for the evening do you know what I mean mm. So that's no fun. Now Carl <laughs> made it extremely funny that yeah. that had happened. Like, but we were like, there's there's great value in 
going on a little walk about with Carl because he is his off the cuff observations but he had a, are brilliant. He, might, he, he did a, have a megaphone, but still fifty people on the main street with a megaphone. Yeah. You know, so is he going to do it in the? So in sea life, sea you life. go on a tour, a guided tour of the centre, but Carl does all the kind of that's excellent, the observational stuff based on what you're seeing, and it's on Valentine's Day. So you could take the lady love Brilliant. down, Brilliant. learn about all the mating habits of the species as you walk around the centre, but it finishes up at a time that you can still go for dinner or go catch a comedy show. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so it makes perfect sense, you Love know? It, so yeah, little things like that. We try to, you know, keep the heart of that festival alive. Yeah. We like to be kind of, you know, I don't know, do things that are a little bit different. Is there any more that you're waiting to sew up? in yeah, terms of yeah, the main is. event um, big acts yeah. like uh, it's very I hate saying big acts because like you know say for example last year I had Chris Kent doing a solo show who was an absolute gentleman not yeah. only a gentleman but like Fucking his hilarious. show was crazy busy crazy busy it was his first time doing that solo show and the feedback was spectacular like yeah. Danny O'Brien who's also a Wicklow head yeah. Danny did the Saturday night you know, 9 p.m. slot in the Harbour Bar, like absolutely rammed the yeah. place and yeah. smashed it. So I hate saying big names because Chris and Danny are big names. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, so I have acts like that, the guys that are actually, it's their bread and butter, they're out household there. Household names, night. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of the household names, there are one or two things that we haven't kind of announced announced mm. but I think you know they're mm. never going to be at that level of the band we have announced the rubber bandits we have announced yeah. whose line is it anyway yeah. there are marquee names there are more coming in there are a couple of kind of surprise spots if you like um, and we're happy with that like but oh yeah yeah I'm just I don't know a bit of purist or something or maybe it's because I know the lads or whatever and I'm yeah you know like there's there's still some shows where we've not let, announced the lineups like you know um Chris will be involved again this year like but we haven't said anybody where he is yet you know yeah. what i mean because we want to we want to pace that at the you know the, the right time mm. and give it and give every show fair kind of um exposure yeah. do you know what i mean so um, i like talking about the shows and actually building the right audience for the shows and yeah. um, because you know with those marquee names they might just draw their own audience anyway Absolutely, but yeah. we get a lot of people just going honestly now you get a lot of inquiries where they're just like we're just looking for a great night out just like yeah. you know good lineup loads of it I love that would you get any um, kind of assistance from Wicklow County Council at all because you're bringing a lot in to the area well they take the bins out on a Tuesday (laughs) and they also like if there's ice on the roads what they come around this is really helpful actually they throw a load of salt on it a load of salt on it right and then it freezes over (laughs) and it basically turns half a brain into an ice rink which we need anyway <laughs> which you need so yeah. in that regard lots of assistance from Wicklow County Council <laughs> but beyond that <laughs> nothing no so similar to Bray Wanderers they get nothing yeah but see really they should be looking at North Korea for all of their <laughs> yeah. assistance <laughs> that's it um, not Wicklow County yeah. Council oh, oh. seeing as it's the same thing did you get good Bray enjoyment Wonders. out of Bray Wanderers statements I get no enjoyment out of Bray Wanderers <laughs> to be quite honest with you the only guy I like down there is Rocky the Seagull I like him <laughs> He seems like you. a sound lad, yeah. <laughs> Big fat board walking around the place, which isn't unheard of down in Bray, you know, especially on a Saturday night. Um, but Rocky's mad for the cocaine and all that kind of shit. But um, I know, he seems sound. But uh, no, I've no interest. I've no. no interest in Irish football in general, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't though like uh, you know, I hear all these people go, ah, oh, you have to support your local and you have no, to. Gosh, and I'm sure. like, Right, you well, do I just that leave then. now for the next five minutes. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like you do that. Yeah. You you support. You know, you have to support it. No, you support the local team. Mm. 
I'm going to just do my thing, and that is watching The Apprentice. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Apprentice, lads. Oh, man. I didn't like I it this season. Well, that's because I, you're wrong. But, yeah. Danny, let's have a chat about <laughs> The Apprentice. Have you been watching this season? Yeah, I watch The Apprentice every year, man. Did you watch it this season? Yeah, it was deadly. Most of it. Yeah. it was deadly. Oh. I, look, the best episode of The Apprentice every fucking year is the interview round. Well, is that tonight? Yeah, that's yeah, tonight. That's, New, New Year's Eve. Three weeks ago. Yeah, New yeah. Year's Eve. <laughs> that's tonight. You're dead right, Graham. Fucking Graham. Well Five, <laughs> four, three, two. You're hired. Fucking hell. Oh, man, that, that round every year is just fucking special. Is it realistic, that, that round? Does that happen, like... Why wouldn't have Absolutely get grilled. Who won the Apprentice this year? Seeing as we're live broadcasting. Yeah, from New Year's Eve. I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. I, who was I gave up after three, the three or four episodes. Come on, Danny. You said you're a big fan. Who I won am. it this year? Yeah, who it? were the last three? Even that's even a who did well in that in that uh, interview round. I can't even remember that. Bluffing <laughs> yeah. Dan. Dan doesn't even watch it. Well, look, I don't remember the fucking names of people. Do I? I just yeah. watch for pure entertainment. Must have been that good, lads. Nobody can remember. Yes, I gave see, up in it a couple of years see, ago. This is just because you slagged off League of Ireland. He's out to get his knickers in a twist. <laughs> oh, now. you are, yeah. Who are you into? Bows or something like that? I'm uh, uh, Who do you like? Shamrock Rovers? Because he's a fucking Same tug. Thing, isn't it? He's a tug. You need to settle yourself. You need to settle yourself as well. Absolutely. You, won't you, only, you play basketball anyway, so why are you fucking watching that? You can only, you can only pick one sport. <laughs> That's the way it works. You can't have time for two sports. <laughs> I picked wrestling. I, yeah. I can't. Say that was a great show. No, that's not sport, actually. Sports, sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. So I go with UFC. That's my sport. Okay. I like MMA. Yeah. No, I don't really like MMA. I like UFC. No, these people are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm a purist. Like, I watch all. I don't watch all the other oh, shows. Yeah, no, I watch, watch UFC. <laughs> well, that's it. And only the good shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm well, I've done that forever. I'm not saying up to fucking three in the morning to watch three lads that I've never even heard of. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Or some Polish bird whose second name I can't pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. There's 12. Joanne Nehnyan. Do you remember her? Yeah. She won the She got lamped. There was 12. She was claiming Jerusalem. Ah, yeah. There was 12 UFC cards on in a row. In the one night? No. And that's a long ass fucking weeks. UFC. They tend to be in a row because they tend to come after each other. No, yeah. but 12 weeks in a row, smart Alec. Like from. Smart Alec. Remember your ma used to say that when you were four? You smart Alec. Come here, you Mr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> Smart Alec. <laughs> What's wrong? You're from Bally Park, aren't you? Yeah. Smart Alec. That's fucking deadly. That's because yeah, he was on Fair City and you're not there. I'd love to go on to the side. Love, will you get me a part on Fair City? I'd love to go in and just talk loudly in the background off script. <laughs> I'd love that. Just keep interrupting. This, this set is wooden. <laughs> like the actors. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't give a shit. Oh, I love it. I don't you, give a you shit. You must watch Fair City. I would rather watch League of Ireland football. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going too well for me. Yeah. No, this is my, oh, I'm, man, I'm not even, I'm not even ribbing on you now. This, if this is Fair my, City was on my telly, I would take it off the wall I'd bring it back to Paris City and say no thank you very much I'll have a microwave <laughs> and I'd watch the microwave the, I tell you it's the last podcast 2017 but it's my favourite so far yeah because yeah. I'm being because you're getting fucking messed out of it fuck you sticks that's what you get Paris City like you ask the questions and no I'm Fair quite City happy with Adam's observations right. so I don't need to ask anything your CV. I was in Fair City yeah. uh, are you going to apologise now or later yeah. <laughs> hang on hang on give him the line <laughs> Do you, how did you I get a lion? Loads of lions. Which lion do you want? Give him the lion. Any parking. Any parking. That's it. 
Oh, I'll tell you, that's why you, could, you couldn't shoot Fair City and Bray anyway. That's for sure. <laughs> if it's about parking. We've about parking. That. Have you seen Bray? They're putting these new extra wide bike lanes. They're about to, I, I swear to God, it, they were designed yeah. with Bray wheelers in mind because you can cycle nine abreast in these lanes. They are just like the widest. It's like some guy. What are Bray wheelers? The cycling, cycling club. club. All right. Bray. It was like uh, Mr. Gordon was in it. Was he? It was like they were all just sat down in in like Wicklow County Council on a Friday at a quarter to five, and they only had fifteen minutes before they gone home. <laughs> and some tick just went, "Lads, I have an idea. What? Why don't we just get rid of all the parking spaces and brain? We put in an extra fat bike lane." <laughs> and they just looked at their watches and went, "There's only fucking ten minutes till we go home." Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, go ahead with that. Yeah. And that's what they've gone for. Jesus. Yeah. So there's no parking in Bray. So Wicklow County House is a joke. Yeah, I don't know. Look, well, yeah. it always has been. But do you need support yeah. off them for the comedy festival at all? Because f- I'm not the finance man. Back around there, Graham. No, but you do hear of That's like a good callback though. Oh, yeah, well, well. You remembered what happened yeah. the last time we podcast. <laughs> you do hear of uh, local festivals around the country that get support off their local county councils. So I'm just curious. Did I? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because they stopped that World <coughs> Culture Festival in Dunleary because the County Council would draw. Oh, they might have withdrew, stopped the world. withdrew the funding. Yeah, but that might be because you had a World <laughs> Culture Festival in Dunleary. <laughs> That's like, they're polar opposites. Yeah. That's like having like a Mensa annual convention <laughs> in Shank Hill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that, they don't go. Culture in Dunleary don't go. Do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, you know, when they try to put like good shops in the bray, you just like you know what I mean. You might put yeah. a top shop on the main street. You're like, no, you won't. You'll put oh. a pennies in. Yeah, <laughs> the goinies. Get a grip of yourself. A goinies. Remember yeah. goinies. A shaw's almost nationwide. Yeah. Goinies. My God. I think goinies dressed me for about four Christmases when my granny was buying me clothes. Really? Yeah. Is goinies still going? I don't know actually. I'd imagine so because all ones love it, don't they? I think once you just won podcast of the year twice, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, talking about not goinies. talking about going. You no, see the no, funny no. no, that's what got us. That's like I know it's the end of the year, lads. But no, that's come on sweet. now, get a grip of yourselves. People love the nostalgia. I really enjoyed the first time I came on this podcast, but we didn't discuss goinies and we certainly didn't discuss Fair City. We discussed the uh, yeah. happy pair and Greystones. Some pair of bastards. Did you they, see huh? they fucking? What were they think? They gone to Clondalkin. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. See, there you are. Yeah. This is callback again. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? You can't be doing that. See, that shows but that see, they are Dawkin, apparently, somebody was talking to me about that the other night. Pat Murray, I think it was, the comedian. Yeah. He was in Love Hate. That's an actually likable Irish program. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and he was talking about Clondalkin as one of these kind of things. You know where half of Clondalkin is Clondalkin, but the other half is like something else? Chapel Lizard yeah. or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? So there, he was like, no, that's in the that's in the really nice part of Clondalkin. Yeah. And I was like, you've lost me. You know, I just walked away. One of my mates lives in Clondalkin. He says the same thing. That, yeah. like, that's part Glendalking that you wouldn't walk through on the day like there's other parts of Glendalking that are beautiful did like, they actually open mm, a shop or just have a yeah. van it's a it's like a visitor centre that has like a cafe or something it's where the there's a, a round tower centre. there's a round tower in Glendalking and it's part of that whole it's not a fucking tourist attraction it's Glendalking it must be a gluten free round tower <laughs> now happy <laughs> bear out there yeah. I give them a lot of stick but I've never met yeah. lads I'd love to meet the lads what I'd love to do is just sit down and talk to them and just say like what's wrong with your brains <laughs> 
and then like if they give me a straight answer on it then I'd be like well that's all you know get to the, I'm sure they're good people but like they just make silly decisions like swimming in the sea at 5am like, they got stick for that didn't they well I gave them stick for well, that no, they got and then stick. I got stick for giving them stick they got stick for that because they'd done it when the entire country was told to lock its fucking doors as a hurricane oh coming. that was true uh, Ophelia yeah. which was the most googled thing in Ireland in 2017 and just thrown Ophelia. that out there hurricane Ophelia yeah. was it was it Ireland Denmark was the most nice, Google sporting thing. Nice change from Pornhub, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, this year they left out the porn, probably because, you know, Leitrim went mad for the incest again. So, you, you gave Leitrim stick a couple of weeks ago. You Leitrim stick every fucking week. <laughs> You're a good mate, right? He's from Leitrim. I know, yeah, but he got out. He's all right. <laughs> He's in Dublin now. I didn't know Leitrim was still open, so like, that's, <laughs> I thought that was like Mosney. I thought they closed that shit down. So this is, I learned something every time I'm on this podcast. Yeah. I thought we're, that was finished. We're the public service as well, yeah. It's yeah, that's good. But, uh, that was, yeah, it's only the Ireland Denmark thing. Fidget Spinners was up there as well, for the most Googled. Uh, fidget Spinners. Remember they were popular for about five hours. Do you remember Fidget, the little uh, dwarf in that thing? Remember that, remember that story? It was a film and I had like um, all these dwarves and then one of them got crushed by a rock and his name was Fidget. I remember that. I don't know what you're fucking what? talking about, yeah. man. Eh? I might have been on drugs when I watched that, but <laughs> there was. There was, the, oh no, they crushed Fidget. Do you not remember that? Because we had a friend in where I grew up and he looked like a dwarf, so we called him Fidget. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't know. There's a famous, that. Google that shit right now, and I guarantee I'm right. There was some sort of thing, and it was like Time Bandits, Eat My Cheese. Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Remember Time Bandits? That was a feckin' deadly film. I've never seen Time Bandits. See, now I remember the name and I'm all delighted with myself because yeah. I'm quicker than Google. Meryl <laughs> <laughs> well, flat out on the phone there and I fucking... I was going to Google uh, Fidget Fidget. Dwarf. Yeah. Time Bandits there. Have you never seen Time Bandits? Never seen Time Bandits. Now, Merry fucking Christmas and a Happy New Year. Watch Time Bandits. Watch Time and, Bandits. Uh, prepare to have your life changed. Oh, yeah. Poor old Fidget. I gave away Fidget's... Predicament, but yeah. poor old Fidget gets squashed I by a rock. I don't think I have seen it. Your man Kenny Baker might have been in it, who played R two D two. Time Bandits it's film. It's yeah. there, mate. Like it's I, here. I, I have had it, it on DVD. That's film with a U, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> film. film. Do you know what I do with my brother every year? Right, my brother. Uh, one his birthday's in May, and one birthday I got him. We used to watch the Goonies when we were kids. Classic, That's a classic, classic. You know what I mean? So I bought him the Goonies for his birthday. And then, uh, do, do you not know that? Like, oh, oh, they crushed no, Fidget. No. Right. So I got him the Goonies, right? And then his birthday's mate, right? December came around. Yeah. And like, I don't give a shit about most things. So I was like, I'll get my brother something for Christmas. I was like, what will I get him? I was like, oh, we used to watch the Goonies. I'll get him that on DVD, right? So I got him it, right? And I handed him it. And he opened it on Christmas Day. And cheeky bastard turns to me and he goes, you already got me this for my birthday. I've bought him the Goonies for his birthday and Christmas every year since. <laughs> <laughs> he he has to go to like, you know, those tape exchange places yeah. and trade in his Goonies every time I get him a birthday present. Classic. Or a Christmas present. There's a big cast in this. 12 John, years. John Cleese, Sean Connery. 24 Goonies. Holy shit. John Cleese, Sean Connery, Michael Palin. He's having lived. Ian Holm, never heard of Peter Vaughan. That's mental. Move into the mic there, will you? You're like a whisper. John Cleese, Sean Connery, Michael Palin, Day Warner, Peter Vaughan. You just didn't believe me. No, but now that I see the killer line in it about Fidget, poor old Fidget got squashed. When I seen that picture of the. Is Kenny Baker in it? Kenny Baker doesn't come up. He was R2D2. Got 7 out of 10. 
See, that's discrimination now. They named all the tall actors in a film about small people. Oh. Pricks. Tell you. It's unbelievable it is. Kenny Baker is in it. He is in it. Yeah, see? That's why I watched it because I, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I was big into Star Wars and, you know, you end up kind of researching yeah. as a kid you know what I mean like not like a you're saying this as if nerd like but you know what I mean <laughs> like, like you're saying this as if like you've grown up and said fuck Star Wars it's for virgins well I don't I like some of Star Wars now the new ones are alright like but I never got into I just it. yeah mm. I just realised like it, it, like in this day and age it's really hard it's really expensive even to just have a shit in space as an astronaut <laughs> So it's really fucking far-fetched, like, that they go to all these different planets. So is most movies. Yeah. But, like, they, these are particularly far-fetched. Like, they seem to have no problem. So when you watch it initially, you thought... Oh, I just wasn't... When I watched it when I was, like, six and seven, I never thought, like, how expensive it is to have a shit in space. Well, to loop this into the real world, just there recently, Donald <laughs> Trump has said uh, he wants America going back to space. He's sending them back to the moon. To find his fucking homeland or something, yeah. is it? Well, like? I think it's because he thinks the moon is made of cheese, but he wants to know what fucking type. Like, send him to the moon, the dope. That's harsh, man. Chaps he's all worked after the. Oh, he is. He's the, the earlier Imagine, about first imagine Donald tomorrow. Trump came here in a state visit and decided he was going to support Shamrock Rovers. Oh, I'd go mad. I'd go mad. And <laughs> he got a part in Fair City. Oh, I'd go mad. Are you still on Fair City? No. Why is it? Did I'm they still kill you open. Off? They haven't killed me off. Have they not killed you? No, I drove off into the sunset. With a lover. With me lover. I got her back. I lost her the first time I was in it. Got her back What's the second What's your lover's one. name in Fair City? Sally. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> There's no women in Ireland called Sally. Why would you write that in? Consuela. <laughs> Sally. Have you ever met a Sally in your life? Never. Have you ever met a real life I Sally? I don't think so. Oh, I have never. The closest have you ever met a Rocco? Sa- Sally Noggin. Have you ever met that's a Rocco? That's the closest. That's, yeah. My name is Rocco. Have you ever met a Rocco? Rocco. Yeah. That's a fucking budgie's Rocco name. Rocco Keegan. Ah, stop. The only Rocco, Rocco I ever met was my uncle's dog. And what's your, like, Bert name? They didn't christen Rocco you. Rocco Keegan. They the didn't credits. christen you. Rocco. You, ro- your character would have been born in, like, the fucking 80s or something. Rocco Keegan comes up <laughs> in the credits. No fucking game. And yeah, then the IMDB. That's a nickname. Rocker Fucking hell What Rocker. the hell Nicky Bourne One of Nicky Bourne's twins Called Rocco Yeah but you can call Your kids all sorts when Of daft shit Eurovision, nowadays When you're sang In the Eurovision You can do what the fuck You want No Like everybody calls her Like you know What's your kid's name Bob And you're like Oh it's like Robert Isn't no We christened no, him no Bob, Bob yeah. Or Dick like, No it's Richard Yeah no. no They just give them All the abbreviated names I'd now. say Rocco is <clears throat> Short In Italian for Ricardo in Italian? Yeah. And uh, is your character Italian? No. Man, no. You're the least Italian looking fucker I've ever no. met in my life. I was talking to one of the... Uh, you wouldn't even get a job in an Italian chippers. Definitely no. wouldn't. I was talking to one of the researchers and she said it was going to be Rocco or Keith. Yeah, I would have stuck with Keith. I would have gone Keith. <laughs> Generally. Keith. You're definitely yeah. more of a Keith yeah. than a Rocco. Well, no, no than he's more of a Keith. 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 Yeah. Keith. Keith and Sally. Not Sally. Keith. Yeah. I've never met a Sally in my life. Rocco yeah. and Sally. What's Sally Shorford? Salford. Sally's just Sally. No, you can't. Wow. You can't. What? Your wife gives birth to a child. She goes through fucking twelve hours of labour and ends up having to have a C-section, and like she's knackered on the bed, and it's been a whole emotional ten-month roller coaster. And they come into you and go, "What do you want to call your firstborn daughter?" And you go, "Fucking Sally." <laughs> no, yeah, this is no, fair, city lads. That no. goes. I don't think it's so much that goes as it's just they have writers who use crayon. Writer, are you writer? 
singer. Rocco. Rocco I've never Keegan. watched it. The Rocco best of luck with it. I heard it's just ah, on the bus I'm still holding out for the That's email. a long drive, you and Sally have gone on. <laughs> <laughs> Many a sunset. Me and Sally are still driving. Tell you. <laughs> My God, man. Someone set up the Rocco uh, Twitter page. They should tweet, Rocco and Sally are still driving. Yeah. yeah, you should say that to your dad when you go home. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody set up a Rocco Twitter page. Fucking hell, you'll be selling those merch stand t shirts now. Rocco and Sally. Rocco was here. <laughs> a couple of months ago, he goes, uh, Man, someone's had to set up an IMD pa- IMDB page for me. It's like, Someone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't set it up. Do you get paid on Fair City? No. Do you? Jesus. How much are paying people only now? Only a chicken filler rolls, though. <laughs> are they long days shooting or what? Uh, I was in for about four days in total. For two That's fo- a long day, for two actually. Words. For two fucking words. No, you stop being a smart Alex showing off because Adam's <laughs> here. Smart Double Alex there. <laughs> yeah. One more and you're evolving. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was in it twice. I made two appearances. <laughs> yeah. Over and it was over about three or four days. You see, right, people, this is an audio medium, so people can't see the smug look on his face. <laughs> He's got a hood up. Why has he got a hood up? Gangster. Gangster. Bit of a draft. Bit of a draft, he says. Fuck you didn't look gangster on knife right in the shite of you when he came into the room. Oh, <laughs> here, listen. Right, so me and Meryl were strolling down. Meryl's wheeling, obviously. And in, in the castle, as you get to kind of where we do our recording, there's a big fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> Little did we know, Adam was positioned behind said tree, just fucking biding his time, waiting to literally scare the shit out of us. Meryl looked angry. My arse dropped. I was like, you looked angry. F- I wasn't angry. I was and just you crashed like, a little bit. Yeah. That made me laugh more. And my wheels broke as well. So yeah. Did it? Yeah. Did I, did no, I cause no, that? No, you didn't cause that. Oh, you're hit, uh, it would have been funnier if I caused that. But <laughs> I'm still happy with the reaction because yeah. it was that kind of, you definitely didn't because you were no. mid-conversation yeah. and all. it was great. You were in the full flow and I was like, I'm, I do that in work all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hide it. I like I hide in places and just frighten people. Did you record it? And no, I don't. I'm not one of those. But I did this time because <laughs> yeah, I want thanks, people to thanks, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah. But like, I saw, I saw disappointment in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Actual disappointment. Raging. Yeah. Yeah. Raging got caught. It was. It was like. You had got the fair city script through that said you were driving off into the sunset with Sally. And it wasn't that an extra dis- week's work. It was like when your dad turns around and he's not angry with you, he's just disappointed. Yeah. You just crashed into a wall a little bit, clutched your chest. I was like, oh, he might be going down here. He was like, disappointed I was in fair city. And then, and then you just showed me disappointment mm. in your face, but he, I found that funny. Uh, he was disappointed. He was like, what the fuck are you going on that show? Your dad was, was yeah. he? Yeah. I gave him awful torture at that gig the other night. Yeah, oh yeah. But it was lack of sleeves. <laughs> Who shows up at a gig with no sleeves? Like, what the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> it was his short yeah. sleeve jumper. Ah, gee, is it a sweater vest? Sweater vest, yeah. Sweater, sweater vest. vest. Danny has one. Danny Do wears them in the interviews. Wait, no, I don't. Do you have a sweater vest? He wears them in the interviews. He's talking through his fucking rear end. You and Meryl's dad there on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't. All my jumpers have sleeves. I'd like to put on the record. I go sleeves always. You fucking see now you're you being at stake now, right? So you have to resort to lawyers to try and smart Alec. Look at him, look at him. <laughs> Triple family of Alex. I'm telling you. Um that's the second time actually we've been given a fright in the process of making a podcast. Well you remember Austin and Damo got us. Oh my god, yeah. We used to record down in a gym with when Lindsay was on the podcast before she passed away, I made Laura Rester. And she didn't uh, pass away. She just had a bit of baby. <laughs> 
She man, the same difference. I have three <laughs> children, and let me tell you, my life is well and truly over. <laughs> have you three? So I have three kids. What's yeah. the youngest and oldest? Boo. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus. We'll go with two, four, and six. Is that the I think so. Yeah. At least there's a bit of symmetry in the space, and yeah. there, good man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like they're great in some ways. What was the yeah. Christmas like? Um, the cr- Christmas just gone. Just there oh, a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they had a fucking blast. Do you know they sat down with me on Christmas Day and they said, "Daddy, can we just rewatch all of The Apprentice?" And I said, "Where do you want to start?" And they said, "That that week with the interviews." Did they chose a good yeah. episode? What was the score of the Man United Bournemouth match on that night? Oh Actually, the full time score. I tell you, I'm, on almost, that night. I'm almost certain it was. Three, Are you a United ten. fan? Yeah. Are yeah, you? Yeah. Surely you remember that it was the first one after the derby. So we lost yeah, the derby. So the next the one was really important for us. City were playing Swansea away. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just wondering in the title race, I can't remember uh, no, who won those no. two matches. Do you know what it is? It's the Christmas has me wrecked. I think after about 22 minutes, it was nil all. <laughs> 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 Perfect answer. Oh, happy fucking New Year to you. That's deadly. <laughs> the depressing part is, right? If Alan Sugar dies before New Year's Eve, oh, fuck this oh, podcast is fucked. Or, or if he goes the way 2017 is going, he gets done for fucking diddling someone. I'm telling you, that, that's, oh, that's all the rage now, isn't it? All yeah. the diddling. Yeah. What do you think of that? What? what? Did think of it? No, what did it like that? This whole year, it's been oh, like sexual. It's been a weird, weird year, hasn't it? Very mm. weird. Mm. Very depressing. Mm. Yeah. Because well, nobody's diddled me, and that's. <laughs> I I'd love a good diddle. It's when you use the word diddle. Diddling, yeah, I've never heard of it. My wife doesn't diddle me. <laughs> Every time I say to her, "Do you fancy a diddle?" She goes, "Go away from me, you, you smart Alec." <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck off watching your apprentice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no it's weird isn't it like I remember when you know all these people on TV were fun and nice mm. and yeah. now they're all just creeps yeah do you know what I mean but you gotta crack on you know there's life's just always gonna throw these more more reasons the older you get to be giving out about things and all and I reckon you just have to I, that's why I love your podcast because it reminds me of what I'm trying to do with comedy as well. It's about just finding something that you enjoy doing mm. and you crack on with it and, you know what I mean, don't bother about anyone else around you as long as you're having fun, do you know what I mean? You'd have to stop yeah. watching the news though, wouldn't you? <clears throat> you do, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I was only looking at the news there yesterday, the day before uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve. I was just saying, God, there should be more stuff about New Year's Eve on, seeing yeah. as it's so close. <laughs> but it wasn't, it was all uh, depressing stories. Yeah. It's gas. You know. Do and you remember what, anything from what the day? Was those? <laughs> <laughs> what were those stories? Oh remember? gosh, or something about diddling and Kidlin Dydlin. I'm almost saying the winner of the apprentice is caught this up is in the I'm just aware that we've chatted for about forty minutes about nothing. No, <laughs> absolutely nothing. That's, that's, that's the beauty yeah, of it's great, it. It's fucking I love it. It's great. Yeah. I was always over all that diddly island. I was always concerned. Now hang on. Is that the music now or no, the, the, still, the diddling? When you the say diddling. that now, you could be implicated. That sounded Ronnie like Drew. Irish diddling. <laughs> diddly <laughs> Ireland. It sounds diddling. like he was accusing Ronnie Drew or something there now. So yeah. we need to be oh, careful. Good Lord, rest him. Um, He's up there with Lindsay. I've seen that. Ronnie Drew's yeah, not dead. Yeah, I hope so. They buried him. <laughs> you can have that one that was good I like that it's about the 15 time he's done on this podcast I was always concerned that at David Attenborough was going to be outed I was like oh, please once it's not what like diddling the whale or something <laughs> <laughs> come off out of that tickling the penguin under its fucking yeah. flipper you said the same well, no, I, I, David Attenborough I'm fucking done with the world like. yeah 
Ah, he seems alright. He does. He seems like a reliable sort. You'd but be your man, Max Clifford, passed away in prison. I forgot he was even in prison. When was that? Yeah. About three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is disastrous. This is disastrous. Oh fucking! Hell. Just keep kayfabe going, lads. For fuck's sake, it's alright. Yeah. I'll fix it in the edit. Kayfabe. Yeah. Where does that word come from? Kayfabe. Yeah. It's such a peculiar word. <clears throat> It's on, it know. is a wrestling word it's just I've never heard it applied to anything other than wrestling yeah yeah so yeah was it no wait now I could be just making this up on the spot but did I read before that they needed like wrestlers needed a word to like describe like a storyline without saying like this is the storyline or this is the fucking character because then people would obviously know like it's a work or whatever I'm gonna clear one so I know Grillo on Zoom's car registration that said kayfabe did it yeah because he loved kayfabe so Gorilla wouldn't break it? No, he wouldn't break it. That's why the area behind backstage is called Gorilla. It's after Gorilla Monsoon. Didn't know that. I did, well, I didn't know it was called Gorilla. You know too much about wrestling. I know, yeah. It's all the backstage. He's a fucking yeah. Mark, that I'm boy. not a Mark. Yeah, Mark. Why did they say Mark? Yeah, why did they say Mark, Danny? Because they point and they say, look at that Mark, he's an awful prick. Right. And then it just spread. I'm not a Mark, I'm just so intrigued by backstage stuff. Do you watch the Ric Flair uh, ESPN 30 for 30 documentary? No, I have no clue what you just said there. <laughs> I no, said it's like he, he literally could have been speaking a different language to me right there. ESPN 3430 did a documentary on Rick He Flair. said it two times. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. both times, I, like, he, when you ask, so I never understand this. When you say to somebody, I don't understand what you said. Yeah. And they just repeat it to you. <laughs> what part of it do you not understand? All, all, all of those all letters. Of it, all they, of it you, you had a list of letters. Did and you ever hear followed it? it with numbers. ESPN. And then you just said Rick Flair. Did you, ever, did you never hear of those documentary series? Absolutely not, no. Have you not? No. Oh, well. I don't watch wrestling. No, but it's not all ESPN, <laughs> 30 for 30. They do these feature-length documentaries about everything. Predominantly sport. Yeah, but, entertainment. But they go, they delve in deep about the subject. <clears throat> and Ric Flair, one was done in November. And it was sensational. Boy, what happened to <clears> that? <throat> What did you learn about Ric Flair that you didn't already know? Well, he claimed that he had had sex with 10,000 women. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Then a couple of weeks ago, me and Danny were like, 10,000 women? It's only 365 days in a year. How would he do yeah. that? Well, he's that old, though, isn't he? Yeah. I think Ric Flair is 408 years old. Oh, at least. Do you know what I mean? At well, least. And his son, Charlotte Flair, is about half that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Charlotte Flair. Yeah, he's sound, and he do, he's got a really good uh, repertoire of moves. They just need to stop booking him in intergender matches. <laughs> he could go for the OTT non-binary championship. Oh yeah, the gender neutral championship. The gender neutral. That's a, that's a great job, that isn't it? Gender neutral championship. I'd love to see that in UFC. <laughs> How would it work yeah. in UFC? Johanna Netanyahu against yeah. Alistair Overeem. I was going to say, across all weight divisions, this whole discrimination of weight divisions can fuck off. Right? If I want to fight a flyweight, I'll fucking, you know. This sounds like something he's going to say outside the chipper later on. Yeah. yeah. But if I want to fight that midget over there. <laughs> oh no, fidget's dead. <laughs> callback. You see? Yeah. It's all about callback. That's what UFC at the start was. It was crap. Big oh, super heavyweights against middleweights. No, you, you, no. You shut your mouth. I thought it was awful. That is blast. You shut right your mouth. I thought it was awful. Early UFC was amazing. Remember your man getting the 19 punches in the balls? Yeah. I laughed for a solid week after I saw that. <laughs> for a week. Remember your man that came out with one boxing glove? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Fuck. The other just to like scratch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eggs in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brilliant, yeah. Uh, like yeah, one boxing glove. That's right. I'm looking up kayfabe here, lads, just to try and solve this riddle. Um, of and all the things... 
that he could have ironed out about this podcast he decided to Curry Google fame. the K-Fame. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, There's yeah. lots of other things that needed a lot of work. No, Fine-tuning, but you went with K-Fame. I went, I went with K-Fame, and there's a couple of different uh, scenarios here that could be attributed to it. One is that it's pig Latin for the term, or to terminize, be fake. There's no way a wrestler taught... Did you say yeah. Latin? Yeah. There's yeah. no way a wrestler said, you know what we'll do? This will be the crack, right? I know none of us can read, but uh, we'll find out the Latin term. Yeah. for this is all fake but don't let anybody know there's no way that happened ever well, the, the next explanation is even fucking better that there was a wrestler called K Fabian who was mute but uh, he he <laughs> acted out all his things so that's where that comes from and then the other one then is that it was put into a book by some author who uh, described it as basically showing what was going on behind the scenes I reckon all of those are lies. Yeah. I reckon what it was was like it was. I reckon it was an old term from like you know, like magic or like sideshow stuff, mm. circus stuff. I'd say yeah. it's born from there. That would actually that, see that's actually that's unfounded, but I'd say it came from there. Yeah, but it's it's, it's an intelligent <coughs> guess. Yeah, because like, like I love magic. I oh, fucking love magic. Man. I love magic. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I used to be really good at magic. No Did way. You? Yeah, yeah. My wife had three kids disappear for two years. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't even saying no. that up. Um, no, I was when I was a kid I was really good at magic, really good. I'm still okay at like certain card tricks and that. Mm. But what I'm really good at is spotting how tricks are done. So oh. and you know my daughter is actually six, my eldest. Yeah. And like she loves magic speaker so secrets and she can already spot how tricks do you are watch done. Pen and tell her <clears throat> yeah, I know how oh, most of those be done now, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, it's I'd great show. Watching it for fucking hours on end. Nobody. But interestingly, it. Penn and Teller do tricks where I know the premise of how they're meant to be done, and mm. they are still in front of my eyes. I can't spot their sleight of hand. They're the, fantastic. But not even that. Sometimes Penn and Teller tell you what yeah, they're three doing. Cups. Three cups. Three cups. They tell you how, yeah. what they're doing, and do you, you can't spot. Tri- do you see three cups like? You, you can't like, see the sleight of hand. That's how good they are. They, like I went to see them when I was in Vegas, and like literally, there was a couple of tricks where they. Did you just, go see them? Yeah. Oh, it was amazing, man. Yeah, you seen them more than once, have you? Seen them twice, yeah. I'm surprised they let you in after you pissed in the pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a different hotel, different resort. <laughs> <laughs> Got away with it, but uh, the bullet catch. They done the bullet catch to close the shop, oh. and I was like, holy fuck, man, that's just. Their no. bullet catch yeah. is so much better. You like Darren Brown as well, don't you? I do like Darren Brown, yeah. yeah. I knew a fella from Bray who was able to catch a bullet. He only did it once now, but like, yeah. poor, yeah. poor Zod. Um, yeah. No longer worse. That happens a fair whack on Bray. <laughs> who else did you see? Dynamo? Darren Brown. Oh, Darren. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, that's like, that's like when the Weedabix goes hard, isn't it? <laughs> well, Darren Brown. Like, magic is great, but like... Like Weedabix is great yeah. but when Darren Brown does magic it's like when the Weedabix goes I hard on the ball I, I, and I like Darren Brown nah. I like Dynamo I don't like Dynamo <clears throat> I like David Blaine mm. yeah I like him is so he he's kind of one that's, that's being accused of diddling ah no I think he was yeah he was yeah but well, how would you catch his hands he could yeah. have been de- diddling for years could have been anyone's hands look three, aren't you Darren Brown like yeah what did I like about him his face that's fair do you that's, know what I mean yeah. it's yeah, yeah I like the way he kind of you know exposes you know mediums and you know I, I like those things you know the big surprise at the end like yeah. you know seance and all yeah. and then the person's like an actor in the back of the truck and all 
So I like that side of things now. But I, I often feel with his magic that he never just kind of goes, I'm, I'm a magician and this is a trick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like this big convoluted kind of thing. It lacks that, you know, big reveal moment, that big right, dramatic right. kind of... That's what I f- feel about him. Um, and that's what you like about magic, the big reveal. Yeah, I do. I used to love David Copperfield for that reason. Oh, I went to see him. You know, when he walks through the Great Wall of China, fucking cheesy, or disappears. Yeah, he is. Like, he's the proper showman kind of magician. But, but a show... But there's a big end to all of his tricks. There's elements of a show where you're kind of going, what you the got accused fuck? of having a big end once, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's, a, <laughs> there's elements of a show where you're kind of going, what the fuck did he do that? Yeah. And then there's elements, like Danny said, quite cheesy yeah like there's a different generation yeah, though, you yeah. know what I mean like he he would have been in the 90s and all yeah he's but residency like, in, in MGM that's where I've yeah. seen him in Vegas that's what, yeah. yeah he has his own theatre there he's yeah. about being to Vegas these yeah. podcasts seem to pay well you <laughs> haven't been yeah. to Vegas since we said I was, actually, thinking, I was thinking of doing a podcast do you think it'd be worth doing a podcast not, Is every, everybody's kind of podcasting mm. aren't they like, do you think Joanne like, you are, the are well established like you have done all your awards I see them all yeah. hanging here in the Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel on the walls you can see the the glimmer of the New Year's Eve fireworks just sparkling in the glass of the man that party out there is getting uh, fucking ready we're, we're, we're reckoning it now in a sec but uh, that glass ball is going to drop any fucking minute now, <laughs> yeah but I'd love to do a podcast do but it, like it's do it's it. one of those ones like where I'd hate to kind of burn out you see how many 130 episodes this is our 130 yeah. that's fucking amazing like that's a lot of episodes yeah I don't know 130 people. Yeah, that's... Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's mm. tough, like... Well, we just... But I was thinking, you know, like Hardy Har could just do the gig and then just interview me headliners. There you go. Yeah. Just talking to some people you about could do, podcasts yeah, so and they were like, why don't you just do it on the night? I think it was Gordon. Gordon, man. Yeah. I think he said to me, why don't you just do it on the night of Hardy Har? I was like, yeah, that'd be a good yeah. idea. But I love this. I love the idea of just being able to sit and just shoot the shit. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's there's not enough time in your life to do it, and that's it, it, it makes an excuse for it. Like that's people it. used to do this. People used to sit down and talk. Yeah. But when you try and sit down and talk with somebody, they're on their phone, and I'm mm. as guilty as anyone. You okay. know what I mean? Your head just goes straight into your your smartphone or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's nice to sit down and actually the the. The justification for putting the phone away is you're doing a podcast, you know, you're talking yeah, to people. Yeah. But actually, it's just it's nice mm. sitting around. You know what I mean? so, yeah. Some people that we've had on were like, Jeez, that was deadly. Yeah, it <laughs> is nice. It's like they've got a load of shit off their chest or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like therapy, except mm. I don't mm. have to pay you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You pay us for that sofa we rented for you tonight anyway. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. The Prosecco, lads. It's yeah. flowing. <laughs> Well, normally, no, normally we would have champagne, but there was delivery issues. You know, yeah, it's probably all the truck. New Year's Eve traffic. Well, it was the, the truck got <laughs> hijacked and Shane killed, you know, yourself. Like, fucking good ears. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you turning up the heat? Go hijacked. You turning up the New Year's heat? Go hijacked and Bray. Shit hole. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, uh, <laughs> I like the idea of podcasting, but I, I kind of feel like it's one of those. I think it's going to take off. Do you know what I think? Yeah, like... It's one how though I, I always, often wondered how because everyone seems to be thinking of doing one or have one or nah, some well, see, a lot of false starts like, no, but it's like that's why I think else. I'd have mm. false start be like sex all over Yeah, be a load of false starts and then my wife get angry and storm out <laughs> I'd just be stuck on my phone on my own <laughs> 
And it's like everything else. You're always going to get, like, you know, the ones that last a handful of times and then it stops. Are we st- wait, are we talking about the podcasts now? Or? This is this is life. Like, I can't remember where we're at. This is life, man. Right. You know what I mean? But the ones that are the best will, will rise to the occasion. This is definitely sex for talking <laughs> Yes. <about. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it though I like the idea of doing a podcast but you have the guests for your podcast lined <laughs> yeah. up every week too much stuff on though you know with, mm. with the comedy like you, you know you could do I, it before I, the I comedy though yeah I thought, I thought that yeah do you know what I mean but it's about you know all these irons in the fire and all you know what I mean but yeah. I'd love it to be just the fun thing I do rather than build a brand and do this big thing but I love yeah I love just sitting and chatting yeah. with people it's nice mm. you know what I mean I, it is good. I think too many people set out trying they, they think of all that and it's kind of like you know fucking selling our merch before you deserve it kind did of shit did you just have three people on this we did yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay. Yeah, she girl. Passed, yeah she passed away that, god bless her yeah yeah so she got a baby is it yeah yeah. she had a little baby little boy and yeah. she fucked off because I listened to some of your early stuff mm. and uh, there was this girl on all the time I was like they should really let her go <laughs> <laughs> but you text us that privately and that's what we did yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Actually, are we still recording yeah. it's too that, long for that actually brings back to what I think I was saying about the fright and it was when Lindsay was still on it and the two lads we used to record down in her gym and there was a big shutter and the two lads we'd always close up as if the gym was closed and we'd be recording and the two lads who worked in the gym with Lindsay and now they run the gym with Lindsay a new gym by the name of Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel <laughs> the lab <laughs> the lab the uh, lab but anyway the two boys fucking whipped the shutter open my hood's open all came running in screaming while we were recording all, oh, three, nice all three of us crapped our bags let's be honest like Fucking proper, absolutely like. crappy bags. You so. scare easy though. You look I, like you scare easy. There's a lot. There's a there's a lot you of proper. You like you rolled into a wall. I was not I'm expecting gonna laugh it. I'm gonna I'm going home to Sandra this evening, and I'm gonna say she's gonna say how did the podcast go, and I'm gonna go sit down. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a cup of tea, <laughs> and you're gonna I'm about this. to tell you the funniest thing that has happened. You, to you me recorded it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. There's a lad on my basketball team, Johnny. And why did you pick basketball if if you're confined to a wheelchair after pole vaulting that's surely the hardest sport <laughs> you can do in a wheelchair why would you pick basketball you know what I mean I went through the loop I did them it, all and it just sounds like I picked basketball you just Team sound sport. like this really sport. determined person who just looked at that but like I can't slam dunk a ball like do you know what I mean so like you just looking at it going someday I'm gonna slam dunk that ball <laughs> get a ramp you know what yeah. I mean what made you pick basketball I tried loads and then <clears throat> There a lot of them outside basketball are individual sports. Yeah. So I just wanted a team sport. Played wheelchair rugby for a while, he did. Did you? Yeah. That's smashed up though. That's mad, that is. But jo- Johnny off the team, you know, every time you have a timeout or you're starting a match or half time or whatever, you always do one, two, three bulls or one, two, three attack or one, two, three defense. Can you get past three or is it just uh, No, it's always one, two, three. Okay. And uh he's smart that like <laughs> And uh, um, no matter how many times we do it, New Year's Eve ever. no matter how many times we do it, Johnny jumps. Like it, it's it's always coming. It's yeah. always going one, two, three. And when you say the final word, he just jumps out of his skin. Even though you've given him a three second warning. Yeah. Like fucking Rosie. All the time. All the time. Jesus. So he's more petrified than me. Come on, Johnny. I yeah. did scare the shit. You did scare the shit out of me, though. Yeah, it's well, funny, though, yeah. It was a good yeah. fright. Well done. I enjoyed that. I was yeah. like, what's that prick down here so early? Yeah, I thought it was seven. I was yeah. like seven o'clock on New Year's Eve and I was pushing it, but 
So I got here a bit early. I oh, yeah, what was left over of the nice cakes that yeah, yeah. the people Did you get any of the finger food? Well, there's finger marks in the food, but <laughs> polished it off yeah. and then fighting news. I think 40 minutes gone into that, you know, the match. Oh, yeah. It's all Tri- coming back to you now, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 40 minutes gone. It was, I think, Lukaku scored. Did he? Did he? Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, they yeah. Were ta- there was big talk about think, that, actually. I think Maddox got the assist. Did he? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have a great memory, that. actually. Tell you. Um, yeah. And almost in real time. <laughs> almost. Almost. Do you know what I mean? That's fantastic. I tell you. Yeah. Jesus, like... Yeah. Yeah, now that you say it, it's ringing a bell, are right. Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thought I'd tell you. But you don't remember the full time score, no? No, it hasn't come to me no, yet. No. Give me forty five minutes. Wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. basketball. Yeah, it's it's. You a have, to have you ever seen somebody do a slam dunk in a wheelchair? No, no. It's impossible. It's not impossible. If I come along, I lift you up and we'll <laughs> fucking make that. Happen. We will build you a ramp. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no. Not actually, here, Jenny, if we built a ramp and put one of them, do you know those like PE crash mats underneath the the you, yoke? Yeah, like, but you couldn't do it on the match. You can do PE as the leaving cert subject now. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? I heard yeah. that three, that? three weeks and one day ago. I heard that. Um, <laughs> what do you think of it? I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think that's fucking class. That yeah. is. Imagine that. That's exactly what they need to do. They need to pick all the subjects you know what I mean that like people are most likely to do to get marks in yeah so like it should be PE yeah smoking behind the bike shed um, missing the first class yeah those yeah. kind of class I would have got all A's lads yeah. Yeah. I liked PE when I was in school you know just mm. you need to that's what you need to do when you're like a hormonal 16 year old you just need to run violently around the hall and get an A for it but there were so many people I loved the PE as well and there were so many people that were like Oh no, I forgot me gear. That was that no. was a fucking real popular excuse, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I forgot me gear. There's three or four of them. Nobody in class. Bray ever forgets their gear. No. <laughs> in the morning, you always make sure you have your gear with you. Your gear, your works, your school bag, straight off we got. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> what gear you on? Get that'll get you through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always remember four or five people in my class would be just standing on the bench or standing against the wall and they'd be doing their homework and they're like, oh no, I'm sorry I can't do PE today. I just forgot yeah. my gear. They wouldn't never do it, and so they'll be now. They'll have authority to say something now. Mm. Yeah, you're mar- yeah, you're failing yeah. PE. Is it for junior cert or leave? Leave and leave Yeah, so I think it's but it's it's, it's, it's a optional. Yeah, it's it? a choice object. It's I'd not. be all over that. Oh, definitely all over that. that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like history or something. Like no, nobody no, has ever like. I love history. Don't be don't be shitting on history on me, man. Do we know nobody's ever used history in their life. Well, like when you leave school, like. If you use history, you're just an old all prick. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's pretty much Danny. That's true, though. That's Danny, yeah. You don't, like, you don't use it. What do you use it for? Mainly to be smug and say I have a degree yeah, just, in it. Yeah. Just to talk yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Smug's a great word for Danny. I studied Greek and Roman when I went to college. And I've never used that. Ah, fuck off. What have you never told any Greek mates just exactly. randomly? You probably haven't used it in about five years, though. You watch your mouth, you. Have you, though? Tell you now. When have you used it? Just the other you day. You studied classical stu- studies, yeah? Just the other day, I was only talking to one of the lads about fucking Pompey and Caesar. Pompey? And the cr- and the cr- no, Pompey. No, Pompey. Pompey. And the crack they had when Rome was a republic. All the all the Caesars, the, all the Julio Claudian dynasty were all mm. like mad bastards. Like, Full time fucking mad agents. If you think Trump is bad, like nothing on yeah. on all the old. There, there's a great 
Nero is a great example. So you're using your education now? Nero. No, but see, this is the problem. It's only to sound like a yeah. cunt. Nero was the fucker who this fiddled while Rome was born, and you see. That's right. Yeah. He diddled. Augustus was all right. <laughs> The Augustus was a clever fucker though. He was he was shrewd like he was, yeah. They yeah. all came after him and tried to you know yeah, emulate well, him if you like. Well that's true. And yeah. the further they got in time away from him, mm. the further they got away from him yeah. in their in their behaviour. Well, uh, Caligula yeah. was great. Yeah, a little bit too. Marcus Aurelius was a good lad. It's good. But see, this is the only time you can use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the only time you can use it. It's not. It's not like when you're filling in your tax return form. You can kind of go right now. Who came first, out. Caligula? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You hang, can't, hang on till I break out my knowledge of the Battle of Hydaspes with Alexander the Great here. Hang on, it's like, horrible. I hate. Yeah, I I enjoyed studying that at the time, but like, did you? I did enjoy any of those Rome shows. Loved them. Yeah, man, I have a fucking classics tattoo. Like, you're not gonna shit on this for me. Yeah. I've one from Father Ted. A tattoo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you fucking, well, the whole thing you ran yeah. to get that, yeah. Well, what is it? picked it on the night. Yeah. Your tattoo? Yeah. And can I see it now? Okay. Is it on your arse? Is it cock out on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's on my calf. It's like small, far away. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's better than classical studies on. You shut your mouth. I didn't, I didn't really have to say wears shorts and Year's Eve as well. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's me costume. What was your second <laughs> subject then? Uh, I double majored history and classics. Double majored? Fuck's sake. Where <laughs> did you go to college? You sound like a I went to UCD. Did you? Yeah. Did you, have did you ever go to the cafe in UCD and when they had the eggs and you put the red sauce on them, the fried eggs, it just slid off? <laughs> I went there every day because I studied arts. Yeah, it's So I only had to do four hours a week. I don't even think I done four hours a week. Yeah. yeah. We probably was, when were you in college in UCD? Uh, Mary, you oh, can go home. Yeah. <laughs> oh seven to. Uh, oh seven. Yeah. Two when was I? Two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, thereabouts. Yeah. Eighty three. Ninety three, two thousand. Two thousand one. Ah, you were after me then. Yeah. What age are you? Thirty. Oh, Just yeah. turned thirty. What age am I? Well, I guess thirty five. 34, well played. You're older than me. You gave me the fucking year, actually. Yeah, I should have yeah. been able to see this. I don't classics, not maths. Yeah, not maths. <laughs> you know? yeah. This is ridiculous What made you do classical studies after the Leaving Cert? I done classics in the Leaving Cert, and I enjoyed Did it that much that oh, I said. Oh, what mm. a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Is that available in the Leaving yeah, Cert? Yeah, yeah, you have to go yeah. to one of those. In air school? No, you have to go to like no. a vegan school or something to do those ones. <laughs> no, There's see, only I, two teachers in the whole world can teach classics yeah. to Leaving Cert. And level. Giancarlo Fanciulli was one of them. That's ridiculous. Mm. I hate this he conversation. He did seven you say. It feels so it, smooth. Have you ever heard of seven year? I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I'm slowly becoming a Protestant and I don't <laughs> like it. It's horrible. Did you ever hear of seven year? Seventh year, he Repeat did seventh year. I repeated leaving cert. Air get better marks, like yeah. or something. Yeah, I fuck. I, what did you get in your leaving cert? Do you mind me asking that question? In, in my first leaving yeah. cert. No, uh, in your second leaving cert. Uh, four something. Fucking hell! What's your PPS number? <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here. <laughs> what's your, your first leaving cert? Uh, like a hundred and something. You went from 100 to 400. Yeah. So you probably oh, yourself. Doing, he must have been pulling the plum off himself. <laughs> you must have been doing anything, right? I, I failed maths. I failed business. Uh, Did you have some crisis in your life or something? Or was no, it just like, I just completely took the piss. Tell us now. It's, it's over 10 years ago. Yeah, no, tell us all now. Is it when you completely took the piss? Changed gender or... 
is when you became a man. <laughs> so did you get that's that gas, classical studies tattoo while in UCD studying? Uh, was I still in UCD or was I doing my masters? It was one or the other. I can't remember. See the way you just slid that in yeah. there because I did my masters. I did masters. Did you? I didn't yeah. do masters. I did a masters in geography. Have that. Oh well. Oh, yeah. How, how does that help you now with your job? Ah, oh, it's brilliant because now I never get lost on the way to work. Yeah. yeah. Never. You're always going on uh, retreats, aren't you? Me? Yeah. Which are you with the young people? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we go up to Oakwood and we do like just like 24 hours solid of youth work. Someone that did you teach them about the topography and all that, do you? No, I don't. No. Teach them about the banshee and shit like that. <laughs> deadly. It's deadly. Deadly. Frightening to show you. Someone who did there. classical studies and geography, what led you into youth working? Well, I was going to do like teaching. Oh, do you know what I mean? I said, I'll be a geography teacher. And then um, I didn't really like it. I went back to the school I was in as a student and I just didn't like not being like sound. Yeah. You know, you have to be a prick when you're a teacher to begin with. Like you do, you know, to assert your kind of, yeah, that's true. you so have to kind of set the bar. Out of you you yeah. know what I mean? So I just didn't like it. And then like me dad was a youth worker for years and oh, years. Well. He worked in the youth reach in, in Bray, you know what I mean? And then, um, and then Paul, who I work with just said to me, like when we were down training one, one Sunday he was like oh there's this job coming up he goes quite similar to mine and he goes you should go for it like if you because he knew I was sub teaching and I was just wrapping up in the mm. MA like and he's like you should go for it and I was like what is it like and he explained a bit and I was like had a chat with me dad about it and all. I said feck I'm gonna go for it like mm. just di- did the interview and I've been there since like brilliant just loved it, like, love just, it. I fell into it like I love it man and yeah. do, uh, do you and Paul go back many years like Paul was my coach I met him first through wrestling. Wrestling, okay. Through wrestling. So I met him when I was... Paul Tracy, yeah. yeah. The Lordship. Yeah. So I met him when I was about... Him and Fergal, I would have been about... 70 maybe 80 and this stuff is like that Devil Finn Balor just filling in yeah, because people yeah. might know when they're listening yeah just, no that's cool because yeah. he's a fucker with inside information and yeah. he, you know yeah you know, so Fergal Devon and Paul Tracy so they were the coaches who set up the first wrestling school in Ireland and I went along to that and became a wrestler like as a hobby mm. and you know even as a comedian like I put like so many of my waking hours into comedy but I still consider it a hobby mm. It's not my profession and I never intended to be. Youth work is your profession. Youth work isn't my profession, but you know, youth work, like in terms of rewards in life, like, you know, your family comes first and not in a throwaway sense either. Like really, the most rewarding thing is children. I'm having a flashback. Sorry for interrupting you. I think you know either went 2-0 up around 49 minutes in that match. That did? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm almost sure. If I'm not mistaken, was it Lukaku got a double? Did he score two? No, hang on. <laughs> Do you know what's after happening? I can't read. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Man City that's two, that went 2-0 up, lads. It was still 1-0. You're yeah. after ruining a great story oh, there. Yeah, I apologise. Go on, continue. Adam. Got carried away. I can't excitement. remember what I was talking about. Um, what was I talking about, Danny? You were saying about family number one. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. You know, the the kids are the best decision that I ever made. Like, the, the girls are great. Like, so that's really Do you have rewarding. three girls? I have three girls. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And a wife. Yeah. So four girls. Well, I don't have three girls. And you were telling me a degree in classics minutes. didn't help you. Huh? And a degree in classics wouldn't help you with that. No, Jesus, no, no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> no. It hasn't really panned out in that regard <laughs> at, at all. Like, the, nothing makes sense. But no, like, they're, they're very rewarding. But youth work from second over my hobby. And is that yeah. Monday to Friday youth work? Monday to Friday, yeah, generally speaking. Ah, you might have to do it on the weekend. Or we do a lot of evenings and retreats and stuff yeah. like that as well. 
but the youth work is just like um before i came here on new year's eve i was actually just at a certification uh, night for 20 peer leaders oh well wow. and then we also handed over a check um 3985 euro to pieta house brilliant true you know charity fundraising events initiated by young people and mm. um, so all their work and we just support them doing it so right. what are the, these type of kids like are they have, have they got nothing to do are they from troubled yeah, backgrounds yeah or? it's a little bit of everything and i think what you know when i started the job 11 years ago like the young people i worked with were seen as charity cases and what we tried to do was change that mentality and mm. say to them the young people right you have to show people that you have the capability and the power to make a difference in other people's lives that you're not the charity case but you not only are you not the charity case but you can do stuff positive stuff for other people so we we try to skill them up and just support them and equip them with good learning that they can go and you know take on these pieces of work themselves like so they they do anything and everything we we hate saying no so if we can ensure it we do it deadly it's as simple as that and then you just get some just bizarre ideas and we just roll with it like yeah. you know like last year and the year before like we would have done um cycling every day outside the center on stationary bikes but the first year it was mizzen to malin head yeah and the second year it was dublin to paris were the routes that we did so you're doing thousands of kilometers and you're clocking them up and then getting sponsorship for doing it or did I see that you you marched them from town back to Bray we didn't march them it's not the fucking military like but yeah (laughs) and that was a group of girls that's what I loved about that that was a group of like 16 girls who walked from the Spire to Bray yeah about five and a half hours of walking in like torrential rain yeah and um what did you do that for uh, all PA the house very good yeah all PA the house we pick a charity every year and tonight at the dinner we were kind of saying right who are we fundraising for next year so I know they went uh, they want to do something for cystic fibrosis the Irish Heart Foundation and there was one other I can't think what the third one was so we've set a kind of goal of a, a thousand for each charity brilliant so we'll do what we have to do to get that you know Absolutely so it's, it's, yeah. it's lovely work and then you know I, I hate that kind of idea of youth work people think oh it's just getting them in off the street and all that mm. you know it's not a, it's not a crash that's a stereotype oh, yeah. though isn't it yeah it's not a crash it's not a child minding kind it's of thing it's about like. it's about seeing them as equal citizens as, as equal people competent capable you know what I mean and it's, it's great for just, the community though isn't it because yeah, you absolutely. don't see it everywhere no, no probably not no you probably don't but uh, we love it like we're very committed to it uh, but it's easy to be committed to it when they're so committed to it yeah, yeah. you know it's the relationships that keep you going like is know? that when you put on the charity wrestling shows as well yeah, it's for them, yeah I it? mean we're the only youth project in the country that has two trained wrestlers yeah. working in it so we're like why not take advantage of that but if we run a wrestling show through the youth project the young people will design the posters, print the tickets, do all the advertising, put it out to the newspapers, they'll sell raffle tickets, they'll run a shop on the night, they'll help us build a ring, put out the chairs, sweep up, everything. Yeah. They run yeah. the event, we just wrestle. And then you've got mates to come in and give you a hand. Yeah, so all the wrestlers will come out and then what we do is, myself and Paul, like we, you know, we'll secure a few bob to just buy the lads a pint because they're giving up their yeah their whole night. Now, to be honest with you, an awful lot of them just drive home, do the gig and drive home. But a few of them, we might take them out for a drink. 
as a way of saying thank you but they give up their they, you know the wrestlers are great like that they they yeah. give up a night they wrestle for free I'll because it's for a great cause Daily. and then and then the wrestling shows generally generate about 1500 euros Brilliant. you know i mean that's how well supported they I are great. that creates a sense of community do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so it's yeah, not, yeah, just me like, not just the youth work there but even the wrestling community just yeah. in like you know yeah. what i mean that's Bring people across together. Otherwise. yeah i love that Common shit. bonds yeah. yeah yeah it is nice so i love it like it's a it's a great day job to have it's tough now there's the other side of youth work there's dealing with people you care about who just aren't feeling good or aren't mm. in a good part of their life and all and that's a, a heavy part of the job and that's why you need a hobby yeah. and then for me my release is comedy mm-hmm. because it's the same thing you go into a room and you're connecting with people you're talking with people and hopefully you're making people feel a little bit better than they felt before they crossed your path so you know politics seeps into everything but comedy should be that simple mm-hmm. comedy should be as simple as let's have the crack it mm-hmm. should be yeah, yeah. you know what I mean as long as you're not having the crack at somebody's expense where you know what I mean where it's yeah. zero fun for that and you know me you know me well now <clears throat> I great you know I grill people like you yeah. know what I mean I yeah. absolutely you know what I mean go in on people but at the same token if it, if it appears to me like it's not fun for that person to get a bit of stick then I stop yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean because yeah. they should leave Laugh after having fun mm. yeah so I'd never stick on one person you, you shouldn't be going to watch a comedy act though and being ready sensitive? for being uh, yeah sensitive or defensive yeah I mean it depends on the type of comedy I suppose like my type of comedy would be storytelling or improv or yeah. stuff like mm. that do you know what I mean yeah. like I wouldn't be into uh, went to see Jimmy Carr in the Olympia years ago and it was just constant rape joke after rape yeah, joke yeah I don't like those and mm. I was like yeah. it's, not, it's yeah. not really funny there's a victim and, in and that I, joke you know what I mean yeah, but I don't even think that deep I'm just thinking you didn't you didn't take time to think of this joke yeah. you're just saying something about rape yeah or incest yeah. or yeah. it's like oh, that's not really Jimmy funny. has some great stuff as well though mm, yeah. you know he just he he's always on that line and he's prepared to cross it cross either side of it you know what I mean he can cause like a, a big thing about Jimmy Carr is he translates so well onto TV that he knows how to do the stuff that's ah, he's white with all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know but in his live shows he, he just knows that he has an audience yeah. who comes to see him live who want that yeah. and unfortunately myself and yourself like we'd be the mainstream audience who don't attend for that reason yeah. so mm-hmm. I would agree with you there is that in his show but then I I, I just like him you know yeah, what no, I mean I do, like, I, so do. I, I like his TV persona there, certainly yeah, yeah. but did you see him uh, years ago on the Late Late Show uh, I can't remember if it was Pat Kenny or Turbity but whoever the Late Late Show host was they were interviewing a, a reformed paedophile Mm. and this man you, you are aware you're on a podcast and nobody can see your air quotes right? air quotes reformed pedophile yeah, there you go <laughs> and he was basically asking for a second chance and you'd written a book and stuff like that and the next guest was Jimmy Carr wow. that's Ju- as much the late late show's fault as it is anybody else and Jimmy Carr sat like down that. and goes you wouldn't let him mind your kids would you wow. that's the first thing wow. he said yeah <laughs> that's what I was like that is fucking hilarious yeah, yeah. And you have to be brave to cover stuff like that. But, like, then it gets about, like, your your journey in comedy. Like, for me, I you know, I don't want to change the world with my comedy. And I yeah. don't want to. For me, I just want to go out, gig, have fun. Do you know what I mean? And, and create fun experiences for other people. And that's, I suppose, how I ended up. I think I was always going to go down 
promoting comedy as well yeah. because I realised there's more than one way to make people enjoy themselves and it doesn't have to be all about me but that's one thing Joe Cabray said he said he prefers to promote pro wrestling than actually compete in pro wrestling well imagine the weight that's on your shoulders if you're the individual yeah who has to to meet the every need yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of you know if he's over in America giving them a one shot opportunity of making it to the biggest pro wrestling organisation yeah. in the world he's like nah I'm going to go home I want to be a promoter I don't want to be a wrestler yeah unbelievable yeah that's it I, I, and I have a lot of admiration for people who can do that like it's it's not in, in my mind it's not as black and white as you know making it or not making it mm. you know there's there's huge choices that you make along the way for me to make it um, I'd have to compromise an awful lot of what I'd like Absolutely. my comedy to be especially in Ireland you know if you look at what goes out on the national broadcast or like the quality of comedy is very very poor or if you want to mm. go down the route of releasing all your stuff online then you have to become an online comic you have to become a viral video sensei yeah. I don't want to be either mm. you know what I mean I've dabbled in both and I don't like them you know what I mean I've, I know what it's like to go out and shoot um, you know a TV show or I know what it's like to to try put videos up online and get that instant kind of audience and all yeah. and it's not it's not what I ever got into it for the only reason I ever did those was I felt this is what you have to do when right. you're in comedy and you quickly realise no what you have to do is just enjoy yourself carve out your own niche crack on doing what you're doing and if you yeah. make it make it air quotes yeah. Um, that's just the byproduct. You didn't do work quotes there. No, I should have. Yeah. But now no, they can't but, see yeah. either. Uh, <laughs> do you think though that's part of the like? Uh, no, look. Part of the problem for me with Irish comedy is that the whole make it thing again. Air quotes. Everybody's obsessed with getting that like get a show on RTE. You have to get a show on RTE or get something yeah. like you know all that stuff. Why would you want a show on RTE? Nothing has worked on RTE comedy it's wise. Shy. Like this, yeah. like Savage Eye is brilliant. Father Ted was brilliant. Yeah, well, Father that, that Ted was, didn't even fucking that was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, Pants of Freedom was probably the last good fucking thing. Batters Walk. But it was comedy yeah. drama. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I really enjoyed the, it. The ads looked an awful lot like Fair yeah. City, so I said, nah. Yeah. It's fair point. Watch it. Fair fucking point. But though. was there not a time where the National Broadcaster was producing no. okay comedy, no? No. Not that I can remember. Naked I liked camera. I liked Naked Camera. I did mm. I did like yeah. Naked Camera. But that and era I liked, was there not I liked, else at that era? time I liked Republic Italy. Mm. I actually did like Republic Italy for well, a yeah. while. You know but, what I mean? But even at that, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful to them, but like Naked Camera was a hidden camera show, which is kind of a tried and tested format elsewhere, and it works. And then Republic Italy is a clip show, essentially. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Taking the piss out of yeah. Like, but they also had the. They also had in the Republic of Italy, they also had the little bits of Viper and they had the little bits yeah, of yeah, yeah. rubber bandits and all, which yeah, was excellent. I like, like I said, I'm not trying to take away from it, like, but it just kind of... Hardy Books came from that. I'm, I like the Hardy Books. My you know? whole thing with it is, or what I'm trying to get at as well, is that RTE didn't necessarily commission 100% original there. They didn't mm. go after or back a talent as such. They, they had a, a format that worked elsewhere and allowed it to be tweaked yeah you don't have the confidence to give anyone the bat and say look produce from scratch I don't don't think they do but it's not just their comedy department it all needs a rejig you know but then DV3 try with Jason Bourne yeah Jason they employed Jason Bourne for a while to do a few shows that's an fucking idea yeah I think they still have a couple of irons in the fire in terms of comedy yeah but like 
at the end of the day, as I say, with, with merging acts or with the acts that are on the scene at the moment, I think you need to have a conversation with yourself and say, yeah. if I really want to make a goal of it, is Ireland the place to do it? And then how much am I willing, how much work am I willing to put in and how much, you know, like I got, I you want think to be Edinburgh and stuff, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I, uh, this thing, I've never played Edinburgh and I get stick about not playing Edinburgh all the time. Why haven't you done Edinburgh? Why have 11 years in it? I'm like, why would I? How would I go over, work. lose my hole, you know what I mean? Like yeah. be broke and want away from my family. To fine tune a gig that like I'm I'm not a full time comedian. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't particularly need. Do I've done three one hour shows in the Harbour Bar, all different material. I had the Jungle Burke, which I loved. Mm. Adam Burke is alive, which I hated, and then the recent one, Name and Shame, which I loved again. Was alive the. Did you not do a Breaking Dad kind of thing? Well, Breaking Dad would have been before the Jungle Burke, okay. and because Russell Carroll Kelly came out with Breaking Dad yeah. his Breaking Dad I scrapped the show okay. and I rewrote and I wrote The Jungle Book right. instead um, I've not heard any of those shows just in the that's, Harbour Bar so that's just in the Harbour yeah. Bar three hours of original material two hours I would see, say well actually three hours were, were well received but I really didn't like what Adam Burke is Alive right. became. I didn't like the content. Do you know what I mean? The other two I really liked. And mm. I've done Mimo shows, uh, Miss It, Miss Out shows, mm. which is a 15 to 20 minute set about one topic, but it's only done one night. And the Father Ted Tattoo was one of those. So I've never obviously been tattooed live on stage since. Yeah, yeah. If you missed that show, you missed out. Yeah, never yeah. T- and I was trying to add this idea to the club that you know there's some nights where you just have to attend and that's what my oh, solos are yeah, yeah. yeah and that's yeah. what my solos are I would rather do a solo show once a year and if you don't attend you have to wait a year before you see me do a solo show yeah and it worked this this month like because you know Harvard Bar we had 140 people in and you know that upstairs room it's not <laughs> it's designed for I seen the pictures 90. of it it was People standing it, up and it all. was rammed now, and I'm not just saying it's, and it's free as well. It's free, yeah. Every yeah. month is free, and that's courtesy of the venue. You know, I mean, I sound like you now doing your Fitzpatrick Charlotte. Castle, but the Harbour Bar cover the costs so that the customers don't have to. Just knowing that we're not city centre, mm. you know what I mean, and you know people mm. are coming specifically for the comedy night, so they like to cover the cost of it, and that way the customers just you know have their couple of drinks. Without dipping it. Now, you know, the festival's different. The festival, yeah, yeah. you have to pay into certain gigs, and there are some, some free gigs as well, like, but, yeah. um, you know, it has to balance out because it's a higher cost. It's a good way to go full circle because we're just about out of time with you. So, um, I know you, you said at the start and all that, but Bright Comedy Festival, February 14th to 18th? Yeah, 14th to 18th. Yeah. Starts Valentine's Day, which is the Wednesday, and runs through to the Sunday. Brilliant. And BrightComedyFest.ie. .ie. Get on it now, lads. And then if people aren't already following you or Hardy Hard or whatever, where can they get oh, you? Jesus, I never remember all these handles and all. Adam Burke Comedy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam Burke Comedy, that sounds right. On Twitter, uh, just look up Hardy Hard. Like, I said yeah. this to you before. Fucking Google it. If you're on your... I, I never remember. These that. people are listening to your podcast. They're not listening to it on the wireless. They, like, if they, like, if they liked listening to this and they're like, oh, I must check out more of Adam's stuff. Yeah. They're not hanging on the edge of their fucking seat for me to give them my fucking link stop I, I st- just like to, to yeah to but they're being fucking lazy now that's the problem we, you know what I mean we give Spoon people too much yeah. 
get up off your hole and look up my fucking handles yourself. <laughs> you if lazy you bastard. To, yeah, if you want the fucking tickets, go and get them. I'm not going to, you know, commission a fucking batch of carrier pigeons to fucking <laughs> fly out. To the, what's it? I, I noticed as well that this... <laughs> I went to the, the reception here and I says, where's those two fuckers from Ballyrack that do the oak? <laughs> and I think your man said to me, they're in the Winterfell Lounge. And I was like, that's straight out of Game of Thrones. Yeah, the Winterfell Lounge. Did you really like say that? that? Yeah, so it's first those two fuckers from Ballyrack. And then you scared the, the fuck out of us. Fu- yeah, I thought that was and funny. Said, yeah. I hope you enjoyed your last visit to us. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your last visit to uh, that, that show on RTE, Fair City. Because <laughs> no. I don't think Rocco's coming back. I'm holding out, man. I'm going to write in a letter to the RTE secret producer and say... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do. What did you pay, Rocco? Okay. What do you think of that secret producer? It's mad, isn't it? I, d- I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Is it real? No. He's not released any secrets... I'll give you a fucking few decent secrets no bothers like yeah. do you know he's not revealed anything I don't already know I want to know what the fucking you know what they're having on their sambos in the canteen and all that kind of shit it's very quite it's vague, vague yeah. it's googly shit yeah. see this is back at you talk about full circles this just comes back to fucking google google my fucking name and my comedy club and stop being so lazy and if you if you want secrets on RT just fucking google them if you're that's all the secret producers doing yeah. I want hard fucking evidence about people I want the dirt on people I want to be able to bribe them do you know what I mean I want to be able to send a message to their house and say now I know you were diddling people on New Year's Eve diddling you were diddling you were trying to be a smart aleck you diddled you diddled all these people on New Year's Eve and what's worse is you did it all while United were leading 1-0 after 58 minutes yeah and uh you no, know, but you know, you want hard kind the of evidence on people. He's not mm, done that. The you know? plus the apprentice out, or so they wouldn't miss out on that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm yeah. dying to know what happened on that. Yeah, on the apprentice, like my favourite show. You have no idea what I've sacrificed for your podcast. Well, I do appreciate. That. Have you won any more awards for your podcast? We're the one a year. We're steady. Um, Is that just like do you own that awards? You know, I I own a lot of the competitions in Ireland. Like mm. I own Ireland's funniest joke. I could just give myself that if I wanted. Would I like to support other people? Like, yeah, no, we don't. Just no, we don't. New act. Do you own Ireland's yeah, we, fun, we Ireland's best podcast? What's it called? Podcast of the year. Irish podcast of the year. Irish podcast. Who mm. runs that? Um, the RTE secret producer <laughs> yeah 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 who owns it who um, runs it the, Al Porter the, the Ballybrack Bulls I think run the it. Ballybrack <laughs> Bulls are you called the Bulls yeah. you're some pack of wankers <laughs> <aren't you? laughs> fuck you the Bulls fuck you um, it's run the by Bulls. Geek Ireland Geek oh I've heard of that yeah yeah it's all a load of fucking uh, art students <laughs> yeah my, mostly meaningless degrees and masters yeah. one of the classical Geek studies Ar- yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah I didn't do classical I did Greek and Roman yeah well so yeah it was it was Greek and Roman they're different things aren't they are they technically they are but there's a yeah, huge you do more literature and all that kind of mm. shit we're slightly cooler nerds the ones that did the Greek and Roman you're yeah. full blown fucking there's a, there's a huge tons. amount of overlapping you know yeah um, oh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And you didn't take a second subject. He took a second leave in circle. You didn't take a second subject <laughs> in his degree. <laughs> you are one lazy fucker. You are. Just you classics, man. Just classics. Yeah, you, you had your future all mapped out. Yeah. Well, I just say classics because Greek and Roman, when you say that to people, people think you don't have fucking language, you see. And yeah. it's like, I'm not fucking dumbing it down for you. You should come to my he level. He was speaking a bit of Greek and Roman earlier on when he was talking about Ric Flair. <laughs> 
and keep it. Did you get a job in Greek and Roman? No, we did. Are you like an assistant Greek and Roman or on a deli somewhere in Maxall Garage? No, no, no. Did you not? He went back then to do a master's in journalism. Do you suppose do this full time? Do you have jobs? I have a job, yeah. Do you, yeah? Yeah. So if I just look into your tax affairs now, like you're all in order, like. Ah, yeah. Well, he's not. I don't know about Danny. Do you work? Are you an actor? No. Acting the bollocks. What do you do? Are you allowed to say it on your podcast? I work work for Dale. For Dale? I'd rather not say because there's no easy way to tell people I wash ducks for a living. <laughs> you wash ducks? Wash ducks, yeah. Do you remember you beat up that swan after Remy Carr? I actually did beat up the swan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you what? wash ducks? What? What? what is that? Oh, you work in a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> <is that? laughs> do you wash ducks? <laughs> What does he do? What does he do? Is this? I don't know what he does. He's a, yeah. he's a, a project coordinator. A project coordinator. Yeah. What? What's your project? In the Apprentice. Oh, like yeah. a youth project? No, no. A duck project. Oh, you actually cannot say. Oh, can you not? No, no. Can you not? Can you not? Why? No. I see. This is the RTE secret producer. Now I want to know. Why can't you say? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why can't you say? Can't name the service. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. No, I won't even go into detail on he this. You can't. It could be like some, like, it could be, oh, I bet she works for like people who are killed by the mafia and they, they're all under. Adam, I'm going to have to ask you to stop now. You're saying too much. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're all under pseudonyms. They, I bet you Rocco's not your real name. <laughs> no, I, bet you, I bet you some Italians have been threatening your fucking that's family. It, that's and it all. Is. You, you better this be is, Rocco. Yeah, you're like, this is like a casework study right yeah, here. Like, and that's amazing. Yeah. Well, so, Rocco, right? And you work in Dell? Yeah. That's shit compared to Mafia stuff. I know, oh, yeah. Mm. I wish I said Mafia what do you stuff. Do? do you do like call center and all? No. Do you know? No, I work in data storage. Oh, wow. Woo. Oh, I thought classics was bad. So you just like... <laughs> I supervise. You supervise. I'm a supervisor. What, what, what do you do? What do you do? I make sure lads do their work. Yeah, but what is their work? They just come in and they like... They fix um, a data storage center called Compellent. Right. Do so they need like toolkit for that? Like, do they have like? They have online tools. Yes. Online tools. So yes. they don't come in with like spanners and all no. that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. That's fucking. They have online tools to help a, a data storage center, and it could be in Saudi Arabia, or it could be in Africa. That's a long commute, isn't it, from <laughs> yeah. Ballybrack? Yeah. And do you get like free computers and all? No. Do you not? No. Wow. I'm surprised actually that somebody from Ballybrack's led work in Dell like around computers no. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just got it a step up in the world. Yeah. Really. Dell moved out of Bray. Did you know that? Yeah, I wonder why. They're, yeah, they're just like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you know it was, it was awful as well because Paninis had just come to Bray. Oh, Jesus. And then they didn't have the finances when Dell moved out to sustain them, so we're back to toasted sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Have you ever had a panini? Yeah, I love them. They're amazing, aren't they? Ham and cheese. I never thought a squashed roll would taste as good in my life. Mm. I've never had one panini. One panini? Mm. I thought it was disappointing, if I'm being honest with you. Ham and melted cheese, loads of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, paninis were all the rage in 2002 and Bray. Yeah. Then Dell moved out. They went to Cherry. Do you work in Cherrywood? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know where, I know your car now as well. So He's an awful prick, you Do you know my car? I do know your car, yeah. What is it? It's well. It was dark that night, but I have it on me <laughs> down the heart. Was that your? That's car his down car. The that was my car actually down the heart. Yeah. Fuck you. You won't go near my car. I know a few people are working that. Yeah. Yeah. Fa- it's all right. If you follow my car, you'll find his car. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Really? No, I'll lead you to him. This is the longest outro ever. I have no problems. Oh, is this an outro? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> he he, yeah. he asked you for your uh, 
your social media handles you basically tell them to the fuck off is it? Mm. yeah that's you basically tell them to the fuck off yeah. but that's true like uh, especially your listeners like you working in Dell and all they probably all have fucking computers especially the Ballybrack credit they can't I'd say they're all getting the fucking laptops for Christmas yeah. from <laughs> Merrill they are not no, I'd say they are they can't peel themselves away from oh, the phone no we couldn't you know I mean? fix the memory storage on this laptop I'll have to throw it out with the other ones <laughs> I'll sign that off lads that's grand I don't you're work you're a any, cheeky bastard you I'm are. not technical at all yeah. I just tell people what to do I, I think 84% of the jobs in Dell are unnecessary Okay. I think they just talk about computers. Eighty-four yeah. percent of the staff. I reckon none of you. I reckon if my computer broke, you wouldn't be able to fix it on the spot. There, because oh, I'm not technical. See, there already has an excuse. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. A talker, a fucking talker. <laughs> Do you sell them? No. See, if you don't sell them and you don't fix them, the you fuck shouldn't you fucking be there. I work in data storage, lads. Data storage. That three that, times. That's a nothing, man. Yeah. What is yeah, that? You, you could say I work in the discombobulation unit mm. there. I do. That's where I do work. I, yeah. work. I work with the sloppy jalopies and yeah. Yeah. I work seven to three. Bingo bongo bash. Sorted. That's, that's is the that next the program they're yeah, working is on. That, is that the the software bongo bash? Yeah, yeah. It's bingo bongo bash. <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. Sounds like Crash Bandicoot. We used to love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a big Christmas bonus? No. Do you get a Christmas party? Yeah. Do they pay for everything? No. Dell. Did they not? Cheap bastards. <laughs> the department one, I think they I do. went to a Dell do once. It was down in Bray, actually, this year. I, I went to a Dell one in Stillorgan, I think it was, and it was mm. fucking mm. deadly. And I don't even work for Dell. I wasn't even invited. Was it in the Radisson? Yeah. Yeah, they still have them in the Radisson. It was smashing. It yeah. was smashing. There was great spot prizes and all. Yeah. Laptops, right? Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I stole drinks off people and now they didn't complain or anything. It was great. Yeah. yeah. You paid 30 euro for that? Yeah. No, I didn't. I no, just, the staff did. I snuck in, like... Um, staff pay 30 euro for a three horse meal and drinks yeah mm, not, not back in the day man my wife used to work in Dell did she? yeah but she did a real job in Dell <laughs> right she wrap up there Dan <laughs> that's it I'm not talking work anymore yeah no so, in fairness it is. it's New Year's Eve are there yeah. any New Year's resolutions? it's getting close to midnight so have I got no I never fucking bother no, no. I, never bother I think you're going to have to do a slam dunk in the New Year okay I'll try, I'll try for you record it yeah and if yeah. not you have to take up Paul Vogel <laughs> I really want to see that deal yeah, the, the, the first hardest sport for real trailers <laughs> the first hardest yeah what about not you any, any new year's resolutions for you Mero doing a slam dunk very <laughs> <laughs> well done. I yeah. look forward to the new year the podcast yeah. if I have a podcast will you just be my first guest on absolutely podcast? Yeah, will you 100% yeah. 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 that's what we'll do then do you want to come out to the festival and do if I set up a little um we were thinking of doing laughter pods in the sheds in the harbour bar laughter pods no way yeah. You podcast from the festival in the sheds in the beer garden fuck it why not and uh, you can meet some of the comedians while yeah. they're there and they can just drop in like into the shed into the shed Deadly. no chance drop in and then our feeds and all while are out there we had yeah. great crack doing it last year so don't do that yeah, Boozing, be great yeah. come back yeah does that sound fun yeah, yeah that, like I'm going to hold you to that yeah, yeah. absolutely you held it was last year and we yeah. Did. yeah yeah you did yeah, yeah. and that's why can we works. keep tradition that we'll finish an off the night in the car and you battering a swan yeah absolutely I yeah. want that that's my new year's resolution I want that to become a year if you can get us if it's the us three in the car and the rubber bandits finish closing off the weekend that's not too much of an ask no I'm sure that's not yeah I'm sure I'm sure I have it written into the contract that they have to do whatever Mero wants them to do 
they'll understand you're in the you know you're in Fair just, City just, yeah. just, just drop Rockwell on Fair City be grand. just direct them to his IMDB page actually yeah. That ah yeah, 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 yeah that's that exactly it all, all right. yeah uh, look, best of luck with the festival. Thanks, man. lads. And uh, a happy new year to you. Yeah, best of luck in the uh, competition next year for Irish Podcast of the Year. I've no doubt you'll win it again. Excellent, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, three time Patrick. Patrick. If you looked after that brown envelope, like I told you, we should be fine. I'll look after so, that. Yeah, we'll you want to buy your dad's sleeves for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> Already bought them. You yeah. got them last week. <laughs> nice one. Until next time. Oh, where, 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 where can you yeah, listen to us? No, yeah, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, anywhere and ever there's a podcast brand. They just have to search for WTS Pod. Excellent. Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland or go to WTSPod.com. This has been the Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel featuring What's the Story and Adam Burke. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy New Year! Year. Thanks for listening, lads. Here I am. Full heart. Can't lose. Good luck. <laughs>